0: Welcome to Because You Need to Know, recorded live at the Cohen Multimedia Studio at Chautauqua Institution. I am Edwin K. Morse, president and founder of Pioneer Knowledge Services. This series is your digital resource of valuable conversations with nonprofit and knowledge management enthusiasts from across industries and from around the globe. Today in our studio, we have Mrs. Jeanetta Guelli. She holds a Master's of Science in Business Administration from Pisa's University and is an ISEC alumna. She has more than 10 years of experience in knowledge management and has a very extensive understanding in dealing with different cultures. In her current role as business analyst for a law firm, Janetta is supporting the CEO in reshaping business processes and detecting shareable and valuable knowledge to increase business volumes and improve cooperation between teams is it easier doing knowledge management on a small island
1: um i think uh, yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) and why is that why why would that be?
1: I think knowledge, uh, doing KM, it's complicated all around the world. Uh, it's even more complicated in countries where there is not a culture for KM. Where there is uh, uh, It is misunderstood with other things. Uh, normally, when I ask people, professionals, uh, if they know what KM is, mm-hmm. uh, I normally get three answers. Mm-hmm. One is... Uh, I don't know and I'm not interested, so (laughs) no more than one minute to spend with this type of people. (laughs) The second one is uh, hopefully uh, a very good one is uh, I don't know what is, but I'm interested. Hmm. And so after um, a short conversation, they are really interested, but for a reason or another, uh, they tend to invest in another, uh, in another project that KM, but there is a space, you know, there is possibility in the future. And then there is the arrogant one. Of course, I know what KM is. It's artificial intelligence yeah. and uh, <laughs> big data. <laughs> and, and in the past, it was R&D, which means research and analysis, not linked to pharma or uh, human resource. So I guess that doing a KM all around the world, uh, it's complicated, especially if the the environment is very small, there are few companies uh, mm. and they are small or medium, uh, because let's be frank, having a KM team or a KM professional or a chief knowledge officer or a knowledge manager in an organization is expensive Mm. km is an expensive investment in terms of time money and uh, people okay so so
0: so why would anybody want it
1: because they have huge problems uh, from my my point of view they have huge problems uh, in different areas Uh, they have problems in data and information they have problems in connecting people between a department and another, between a, um, a branch and another, and they have problems in IT. They normally buy this uh, huge and fantastic piece of technology that was solved in a very g- wonderful way. And in um, the way that, oh yes, this will be will solve any single problem, we'll be able to set up your strategy from A to Z, from day one to day two. Wow, fantastic. So it's very, I would say, alluring. It's a fat Attraction. Well, who no? doesn't
0: want that?
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Sure. It's super normal, it's super expensive, and the score at the global level is very high. It's five star out five. Everybody is willing to buy it. So, people, professionals, I would say the shareholders or the stakeholders of a company are tempted hmm. to buy a piece of technology hmm. to solve a lot of problems. But I think that KM is much better than buying a piece of technology or just focusing on one of the key elements of KM. Mm -hmm. It's really complicated uh, Mm -hmm. to explain to people that KM is a long term investment. But the the reward that the goal you will meet is a long-lasting goal, and in this area, when all the organization, no matter it is private, no matter it is public, no matter it is an NGO, no matter what the dimension, they want to see quick results. Uh-huh. Let's be honest km can bring a lot of super fantastic results if you are lucky in five years yeah. but most of them it's 10 years because mm-hmm. it's a change management so uh, we are dealing with adult uh, professionals with a lot of experience and so changing their minds they the way they approach they work it's complicated
0: tell me more about that you're talking about where they come from their perspective right you're mm-hmm. talking about individual perspectives mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what 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 are you saying in that their perspective to the work their perspective of what they're supposed to do
1: Uh, yes uh so um, people are tend to focus on their job and they think the knowledge is power so they try to retain i don't want to share the knowledge between Uh. colleagues sometimes between departments Mm -hmm. and so they work in silos and that's a big problem from the company and the company as i say they try to solve this issue with buying a piece of technology Mm -hmm. but they don't think that the solution is wider and take more time Uh, we as knowledge passionate as knowledge manager maybe as a chief knowledge officer you know Edwin that we we don't sometimes we don't have this title Uh, we are hidden between other titles (laughs) Um, uh, we have to present uh, the AKM project uh, um, linked to a business goal no matter If the business is boosting the sales or for record keeping or speeding up the learning curve or maybe creating a business intelligence support model for taking more better decisions if you want a successful KM project, you have to link and present to the shareholders and stakeholders Mm. that this will solve an issue of the problem, an issue of the organization.
0: Sure, sure. You got to show that value, right? What's the value coming out of this? uh, Exactly.
1: And also you have to tell them that changing their mindset, the way they see the work, the way they see the cooperation between units and departments, it's a big, uh, it's a big effort. Mm. I think it's the most complicated to be honest. Uh, and it's very important because when you talk with them, uh, first of all, you have to understand if in the past there was a knowledge, uh, a KM project and if it failed or not, mm. and if it was successful, why they gave up. But I think the most important talks are with the people on the ground. Um, The people on the ground, the face, the the harsh reality, uh, the the day to day problem, they are looking for someone helping them to solve their issues and KM can be a solution. So and in this type of journey, um, you need to see who are your sponsors and who are just supporting you from the day first. Or maybe you can have the idea of the people who will support you along the journey mm-hmm. and you will discover some interesting people that I used to call permafrost, <laughs> uh, how lovable they are. So Tell me more about that. <laughs> the permafrost uh, are everywhere and they are in the board of directors, can be one of the shareholders, uh, can be on the ground and the permafrost are the people who normally tell you, but this is on top of my daily job. I don't have time (laughs) and you know, or or another question, which is a little bit reasonable, but it's, it's a little bit tricky. Knowledge is power. Why should I, why why should I share my knowledge with you? Do you think I want to lose my job? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the, the worst, the worst is uh, we have always done like that. And then when you say, but you have problems, you told me that you have problems, of course, and I have the solution. And here you are again, buying the technology. Mm -hmm. (laughs) KM is difficult. Implementing KM is very challenging, it's difficult, but I think it's the most interesting job experience at least I've ever had. So how
0: does an organization face the permafrost? what what's i I understand the issue believe me uh, you always have those uh, outliers that just either won't play or won't play mm-hmm. nice how would you recommend to a chief operations officer or CEO or someone that's doing the HR for an organization of how do you either get those folks to join in the new conversation or give them mm-hmm. the option to leave or more mm-hmm. importantly how do you hire the onboarding process, how do you hire those skills that are that, that help the collaborative environment?
1: Well, my, my personal experience is that when you have these talks with people uh, across the company, you detect immediately who is uh, enthusiastic, who is just, mm, let's see, and we are the permafrost, okay? If the majority of them are permafrost, uh, like the 80%, uh, leave the project. Yeah, will be unsuccessful just, yeah. don't spend time run away because it's a toxic <laughs> environment run away you know <laughs> run away far away right. uh, i think there was a song like run away yeah, far away right. something like that right. <laughs> it started to sort to sing uh, but um, joking aside uh, you have to spend time to th- with 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 these people because you have to understand how dangerous they are, and they might be. But then you have to focus on the people who are really committed or can be committed over time. Mm -hmm. Along the journey, you have to reward them. You have to give a prize. You don't have to create something really revolutionary. Nothing brand backing, eh? just a certificate maybe a ticket restaurant a voucher to spend on e-commerce or maybe I like the small puppet you know uh, that you put in on top of your desk uh, selling you are the champion something like this Mm -hmm. something that they can show that they are proud of
0: no just the recognition uh, right just uh, that the organization recognizes yes
1: yes Mm -hmm. yes yes and they can show everybody no because each of us have a little bit of ego no Mm -hmm. and they are proud off and I can assure you based on my experience then, then the permafrost will approach you and they will tell you are you going to give other prizes are you going to create other champions uh, rule models and in case what key performance indicators you will take into consideration mm-hmm. so when this happens I would suggest to go directly directly to the board of directors and say we have a winner <laughs> we have the first <laughs> result
0: you know <laughs>
1: because you have to you want to
0: make interest. it a big Deal, right? You want to make it a big deal, deal. yeah? Sure.
1: Open a bottle of champagne or prosecco, Italian, You know, so I prefer prosecco to champagne, but (laughs) choose whatever you want. It's time to celebrate because because this change management and so someone just changes mind. At the same time, you have to be very careful in not uh, forgetting the champions, the role models.
0: So, is there do you do you see organizational learning being the same thing?
1: Uh, step by step, slowly, but yes, I would say yes.
0: Yeah, I I mean, the end result is to have that pliable organization that is able to adapt and change and learn to innovate and to propagate whatever their mission is to keep moving forward. And I, I love your idea of the permafrost because the permafrost is something that is immobile. It is not, yeah. it is stuck, it is frozen, right? And down meters. And so it is, yeah, I, I just love it's that there. whole concept. And
1: then maybe there is the, glo- the inside the global warning and then the permafrost will disappear. <laughs> uh, in, in this way, it is positive. In other ways, it's very, very negative. Right. But uh, again, also during, during the journey, another way to change the mind of the people, having uh, more support is doing uh, the babysitter. Mm -hmm. what I call babysitting uh, meetings. Uh, It's very funny because when you assign tasks to people to contribute to your KM initiatives, uh, they have deadlines. Even the most committed, sometimes they face difficulties. Uh, They have to be 100% sure that if they pick up the phone and say, you know, Jeanette, I need some help from you because I didn't understand. I'm lost in the space. Uh, You have to be there. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm here. Problem. Mm-hmm. Some in a while you have to sit in the same desk. If the office is very big, sometimes you have uh, to sit uh, in in the same area or just to show up a little bit, just husking. Because uh, in our everyday life, sometimes you face, uh, you have in front of you like a wall. If you are alone, It's very complicated to overcome, unless this is a duty you have to do. But for knowledge management task, uh, it's on top task. Mm -hmm. So if you are together with this person, uh, overcoming the wall, showing how to do together, Mm -hmm. maybe always doing an Excel. Maybe the output should be in an Excel, in PowerPoint, Mm -hmm. in Word. Choose the format you want. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you are there just working like co-workers, uh, we overcome, and I use we on purpose, the world. Then we keep going together, if the next step there is another wall, uh, that person will remember the lesson, mm-hmm. he, he, she or kin he either call you and you have to be present, or maybe, no, if many walls are overcome from the person, from the knowledge worker uh, more frequently, uh, a long a long time is passed. A long many years have been passed. Again, change management. So the organization is learning to stand alone and to be innovative at changing when it's when it's necessary. So and this it, is how I see.
0: You're talking about an ability of just being able to be KM confident uh, uh mm-hmm. you're building confidence. You know, your example is just, I'll hold your hand for this time. We'll, we'll go through it together till you get to your point where you can, you know, it's like learning to drive whenever you're mm-hmm. driving a car, you're scared to death. You're like, Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And then yes. 10 years later, you're like, you don't even think about it.
1: Yes. Maybe you are just a, a F1 pilot, uh, formula one pilot. I don't know. I think, uh, KM professional uh, a knowledge manager is uh, a so complicated the yeah. job and it's also you are not only a manager someone who try to manage the knowledge in an organization. You are also a babysitter. You are also a teacher. teacher right. uh, you are also uh, experience in the, you are a tech savvy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you like data because with data you can prove results. You mm-hmm. can prove results. Uh, you like process and procedures. Uh, you like interaction with people. Uh, it's all about this. That's why it's challenging, but also amazing. At least this is my idea.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with <laughs> yeah. it. The only the only thing you, that I think you probably would say that you didn't is you have to be a cheerleader. You have to be a, somebody that's with saying, yeah, pump, "Yeah, Yeah, come on! Or, yeah, exactly! Right." <laughs>
1: And that's when, that's when when I got some results, interim results, because I truly believe that after one year, you need more oxygen and only the shareholders and the stakeholders, the board of directors can mm-hmm. give you the oxygen, mm-hmm. can be money, can be time, can be people, whatever. Yeah. And so when anytime it's possible, you have to celebrate. And when I say that you conquered the, the permafrost and you go into board of directors, yes, you have to to take your pompon, pom is yeah, yeah let's do it. Yeah, yeah. like this yes we are all this
0: <laughs> well in order to wrap us up today can you provide a definition of what you call knowledge management
1: oh yeah this is a, this is a very this is a very good question i think one of the challenge we have as km communities is that we don't have a, a clear definition of km Probably this is one of the, the main concerns and the main difficulties we face when we have to explain KM to non-KM passionate or to any professional. I tend to agree with the NASA definition. Just for the record, okay. <laughs> NASA thinks that knowledge management is uh, getting the right information to the right people at the right time, so that they can share knowledge and uh, and and that across the firm, so that NASA will improve their performance and so, their partners. I think this definition means. Uh, and this definition, see KM like a reactive practice, getting the right information to the right people at the right time. So only when it is required, mm, mm. no. From a point of view, KM should be more proactive mm. than reactive. Mm. So anticipating the potential issues, anticipating the potential problems, kept or catching the trends before they become global trends. Let's say that, that, that my personal definition of knowledge, knowledge management is uh, that KM is the perfect practice uh, to solve uh, company issues. Yes, organization issues. Yes, then there are many ways, but anytime you have to leverage all the key elements of KM, which are, again, people, data data, information, process, and procedures, and IT. At the same time, the efforts must be on parallel. So maybe you are more focused on data in a specific phase than people, but they shouldn't be a such different uh, mm-hmm. difference between uh, each mm-hmm. single uh, pillar let's say in this mm-hmm. way uh, because otherwise you are something else maybe you are a, a chief information officer maybe you are a sales people maybe you are hr mm-hmm. uh, km is all about this mm-hmm. so this is my personal definition of km
0: well thank you very much for sharing your expertise and being with us here on the show
1: Thank you very much to you, Edwin. Anytime, I'm here to uh, support the KM efforts all
0: around the globe. Recorded live at the Cohen Multimedia Studio at Chautauqua Institution, Because You Need to Know is designed to bring people's experience and their knowledge Forward to be shared. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I thank you for joining in to listen to another conversation brought to you as a public service of Pioneer Knowledge Services, a nonprofit tax exempt organization with a charitable knowledge management purpose. Find us online at pioneer ks.org and add your voice to the conversation on Facebook.